Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, and this is The Ocho, Season 8. We've made it. (laughs) It's semi-legendary. We're approaching, very quickly, a half a million downloads, which I recognize in some cases is nothing. Uh... But for us, it's fairly significant, and it could not happen without you. So having said that, all you need to know if you're a new listener is, A, listen to the show, then B, subscribe, C, to implement the Habit Factor system, the Habit Factor method for developing habit strength, All you have to do is go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. That's right, thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. And there you can download a free template. With that template comes an instructional video. If you're in the U.S. and you want that immediately, all you have to do is text the word habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to the number 3344. Four, four. You'll get the template sent to you immediately. All right, let's get after it. Season eight is here and it's all, <laughs> it is all due to you. Thank you very much. Let's go. My buddy keeps tweeting. Go back to the Ted Rice interview. It's like nobody's going to come up to you and tell you, uh, you need to work out or you're fat. Right? Nobody's coming to save any of us as much as we'd like to think that. So responsibility, control, efficacy, all these things are linked to happiness. When we abdicate responsibility, we abdicate control, we feel like we're at the whim of the world. The boss is in charge, our spouse is in charge, I can't do anything I want. We are unhappy. The way to take control is to create a plan to follow. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. Today we have, of course, a very, very special episode. (laughs) 2022 is here, my friends. Well done. Good work. So today's episode is called Seven Keys. I just had to check. Seven Keys to Make 2022 Your Best Year Ever. Now, a couple things to preface this. The most popular, we haven't done a lot of series, but by far the most popular uh, series and even episodes happen to be, and I should have keyed on this a long time, <laughs> long time ago. The 2018 breakthrough series. So right at the beginning of 2018, we did a breakthrough series and there's eight or nine episodes. I think there are nine. 
instead of doing nine episodes, I'm going to cover at least seven keys. I'll probably throw in a couple, <laughs> couple extras, but you're highly encouraged. It's not like just because it says 2018, uh, it doesn't apply. Those tips, those keys don't apply to every year. Having said that, I'm going to run through a series of keys, again, seven, that I think are absolutely critical. So I'm going to hit you with my GTR right away, really quick, over the holiday break. Got out to visit the parents in the Vegas area. It was fairly epic. (laughs) Set up a brand new TV for them. And that's a story for another day. Old, (laughs) old people and new technology. Um, but the good news is they love the TV and they're figuring out the remotes. Uh, so here we go. Seven keys to make 2022 your best year ever. Hopefully you have a little pen and paper and you're not driving around, but if you're driving around, circle back. So the very first is this. There's so much garbage, and this is putting it nicely on the internet, and confusion about goals and habits. Um, what's fascinating to me is habits weren't even in the dis- – what's going on? Is that my watch talking? Um, well, that <laughs> that's fascinating. Speaking of old, t- <laughs> old people in technology, my – I don't honestly know how. My phone was trying to talk to me. It thought as I was recording here, my friend Siri thought I was talking to her. So let's reset quickly when it comes to habits and goals. There's a lot of confusion. What's interesting is habit was not even in the equation back when the habit factor came out. It was in the equation relative to goals when uh coaches or bloggers would be like, the best way to achieve your goals is to avoid bad habits. There was no real correlation between crafting intentionally good habits to support your goals. The second part of this is that they work together. So some of the garbage now is habits are better than goals. So part of me is cheering and the other part of me is very, very sad because that's dichotomous thinking, something we may be talking about later. So it's not an either or habits support goals when they're intentionally crafted. They help lead you to more effectively and efficiently to your goals. The process to do this is to follow PAR, plan, act, record, reassess. Just Google PAR and the habit factor or PAR and habit building and you'll get the breakdown of the process if you're not familiar with it. So the very first key is this. Not it. It's not just uh, habits versus goals. It's goals are not optional. 
I'm going to say that one more time. Goals are not optional. They're optional for periods of time. But, uh, meaning you can, you can not be striving for a goal, maybe for a month, maybe for a year, but after a certain point, they are not optional. Here's why. As an intelligent being, and there's not a single listener not intelligent, I know this for a fact, as an intelligent being, goals, right, are intelligence in action. So I, this is something I certainly never understood. I've shared this many times. One of the guys I interviewed was an artificial intelligence expert and author. And in describing artificial intelligence, he said to me, well, the simple way to look at it is goal-directed behavior. Artificial intelligence is goal-directed behavior. So at that point, I think I nearly fell out of my chair because if artificial intelligence is goal-directed behavior, in other words, you're programming something to pick up a can or drop a can or write some words, that's that's goal-directed behavior. That's intelligence. You were made to pursue goals. You're a creature. You're a creator. So that's number one. Goals are not optional. Just write this down in massive, <laughs> all caps. Goals are not optional. Under it, write Goals are intelligence in action, and then feel free to write, I am intelligent, which is why I set goals. So that debunks this whole stupidity about habits being better than goals, etc. All right, we're moving on. Key number two is challenge thyself. So some of you are like, duh, no, no problem. I already know this. Uh, a lot of people are stuck. A lot of people turn to the habit factor. They struggle with ADD, ADHD. Uh, they have concentration challenges. They have focus challenges. And by the way, that's why I created the habit, fa- <laughs> the habit factor was the answer my answer to my challenge with all of these problems, focus and concentration and goal achievement. But, and I should say and instead of but, and the impetus, if you will, the way the habit factor was birthed was through a personal challenge. See, challenges create resistance, they create pressure, challenge equals growth. The reason we're stuck from time to time is because we're comfortable. And so one of the absolute keys, one of the absolute best things you can do, whatever it is, and by the way, this could be on the list, but we're going to have to cast aside doubt and fear. In other words, when I say challenge yourself, the first thing we say is, oh my God, I can't do that or I'm scared, I'm going to fail. You might say, all right, I'm going to challenge myself, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to challenge myself, I'm going to do a half marathon by June. And then you you begin, one begins to say, oh no, 
I've never run a mile. There's no way I can run 13 miles. I've never written an essay. There's no way I could write a book. Uh, that's, that's why it's a challenge. That's the whole point. In other words, forget about the doubt. Forget about the fear. There is a challenge calling you. And I might as well share that. The way I figured that out, I wrote, I wrote down, I don't know, it was almost 10 kind of bucket list things. Things I wanted to do before I died. It may sound morbid, but the reality is <laughs> we are out of time. We don't have a lot of time. We're here to create. We're here to pursue goals. There is something inside you right now that you have been dying, no pun intended, to do and are probably terrified by it. Or you have a million excuses. The kids, the dog, mom, dad. Um, yeah, there's never, ever no excuses. The, the, the difference is if you're committed, right? If you're truly committed to the challenge, you're going to find a way. If you're not committed, you're going to find an excuse. So challenge thyself is key number two. Challenge yourself. Uh, follow the process I just outlined. Write five, ten things you really want to do before you die. It could be a trip. I mean, that's great. You may say Machu Picchu. That is going to add a lot of life and excitement. Um, it's not, in some ways, it may not be the toughest goal, but who knows? Maybe it's, you're going to have to save money. And the, the point is, for whichever goal you identify, there's going to be corresponding habits. So key one is understanding that goals are not optional. That goals are intelligence in action. Key two is challenge yourself. Give yourself six months or a year, one big goal, and then we're going to get into the process. But yeah, you're going to follow apart. Plan, act, record, reassess. You're going to create and align the supportive habits that will help you achieve your goal. So key one is intelligence in action. That's goal-directed behavior. Key two is you must challenge yourself, which brings us to key three. We say it all the time. We could have started here. But really, if you don't have desire, if you don't have the challenge, Right? Desire is a core component of the challenge. That's why I'm saying you look into your heart, so to speak. What is it that I really want to do, have, be? So the next step is, is, is being crystal clear on that and why. Understanding the desire. Desire is going to be the main component to all habit and skill development. So 
<clears throat> here's an example. <laughs> I thought, I remember telling an employee years ago, five, six, seven, eight years ago, how someday I'm going to learn guitar. To my, <laughs> to my surprise, the great Jomo got me a guitar for Christmas, that Christmas. I figured I could just leave it out and by osmosis, because it's in my environment, I'll pick it up and play it and learn. So I had the cousins over and <laughs> nephews and uh anyways, one of them is excellent at guitar and he's we dusted off the guitar. I haven't touched it in seven years. My point is my desire has not been there. It's been a nice to have. It hasn't been it has not even been in the top ten. So essential to be truly clear and understand that desire is the ultimate key to driving habit and skill development. So I'm calling the third key clarity, but you should write desire and triple circle it and star it because desire is supporting the challenge. Desire is supporting the clarity. You know why you're crystal clear because of the desire. And then that brings us to the fourth key, consistency. This is why habit, the habit factor has been so helpful, so efficacious, if you will, for so many people. Why it's an absolute game changer because habit development could care less. I used to be the guy that would be like, I need to learn how to run. And then I'd go, <laughs> go for like a big burst of energy and then not run again for a month or two. And habit could care less, so to speak, about that. Habit development is about consistency. Now, it does not have to be every day. But when you follow par, you have target days. So key number four is consistency. And that's why, again, crafting the habits that support your goals is absolutely essential. This is why you have target days and minimum success criteria and a tracking period. And if you're thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Then Chances are you don't know or understand PAR, which stands for Plan, Act, Record, Reassess. Because you're a human, you have choice, intention, and reflection. Over here in the habit factor world for the last almost 12 years, I have been teaching and preaching something called PAR. Plan, Act, Record, Reassess. In other best-selling books and in the habit sphere, People are regurgitating cue routine reward, which is the habit loop. And I'm trying to put this nicely. The problem with that is that, <laughs> that was created studying rodents, mice and rats. 
So you see where I'm going here. To develop consistency in humans, we can use intention, we can develop a plan, we can set target days, we can have a minimum success criteria. Am I going to do 10 push-ups Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or am I going to do 20? That's the minimum success criteria. What are my target days? Using the rhythm of the week, am I, am I doing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Am I going to do it Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday? Those are target days. And then when you track using the free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates, or of course, yes, there's a free app in the iOS and Android store. That prescribe, I mean, basically walks you through the PAR methodology. So key four is consistency. Key five is this idea of efficacy. It's interesting. I just talked about efficacious relative to PAR. So efficacy is the ability to produce a desired result. Why am I bringing that up? Because when one feels like they're in control of their life, you who may feel stuck, the massive breakthrough happens, and I'm speaking from experience and then helping uh, more people than, <laughs> than I can possibly count at this point. This is the key breakthrough. This is why par, I've, I feel like I've said this a hundred times. My apologies, but, but, um, you, it's just so critical. When you plan and you act and you record, you are producing self-efficacy. You are saying, when you say I'm going to do push-ups, 10 push-ups three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you do it Monday, and you do it Wednesday, but Friday comes along and you miss. Well, the good news is because you're tracking, and you have this tracking sheet or the app, you make it up on Saturday, and you're still three for three for the week. And what I'm getting at here, this is why the key, uh, key number five is control equals happiness. I know I said efficacy because what happens is when you, <laughs> when you demonstrate to yourself that you are in control of many things in your life, you become happier. So all of a sudden, you got a plan, you're, you're, and you're setting the bar low when you start. You check the boxes and you're like, damn, that was a great week. Damn, that was another great week. Wow, I'm almost at 100%. Unbelievable. And then you're feeling stronger and you're feeling better about yourself and you're feeling like you're in control all because you're following this very simple process called PAR. Plan, act, record, reassess. And you're doing it for 28 days at a time. All of a sudden, you're in control. You feel happier. All right, that brings us to six, adaptability and flexibility. A um, couple thoughts here. First, when you fall off track, and by the way, this happens to everybody, what's the best way to get on track? 
to keep tracking. In other words, so you miss a day, so you miss a week. God forbid you miss a month, uh, a relative. I mean, I don't want to get into the scenarios. Maybe somebody passes away, somebody's in an accident, God forbid, all sorts of things. You're derailed, you're off track, keyword track, you're off track for a month. What's the best way to get on track? That's right, to track. So, so again, we're back to par. So the key statement here is when we're flexible, when we're adaptable, I can't tell you how many people I've worked with, they've thought pursuing a certain goal was the key. I shouldn't use key here, was important to them. They thought the desire was there. Well, guess what? As they move down the road, they've tracked for a few months. <clears throat> they realize there's another more important goal. But they wouldn't have realized that had they not put a stake in the ground and made a decision and moved forward. The key statement, though, is to adapt and be flexible. Right? It was our buddy Darwin who said, roughly, it's not the strongest nor the smartest of species that survives. It's the ones who are most adaptable to change. And as you pursue your goals, because you're an intelligent being, and you're getting feedback, some things are working, some things aren't working, we adjust and we adapt. So I can't stress that enough. Does it mean you abandon and give up? Absolutely not. You adapt. You're flexible. It's <laughs> um, never does nature say one thing and wisdom another. So what, what does water do when it hits an obstacle? It goes over it. It goes around it. But it keeps moving. So that gets us to number seven. And hopefully I'll remember a couple notes relative to number seven. Key number seven is environment. I just, <laughs> I just mentioned it with the guitar, the guitar, right? I wanted to learn to play, but by the way, the desire wasn't there. The time wasn't there. What do we know about time, by the way? There's always enough time to do the most important things. There's never enough time to do everything. So frankly, as much as I thought it'd be cool to learn guitar, uh, no, not between writing a couple, <laughs> a couple books, raising a couple kids, running a couple businesses, zero bandwidth. Always enough time to do the most important things, never enough time to do everything. Is there going to be a day I can learn to play guitar if the desire is truly there? Absolutely. Because I'll make the time. I did learn how to kite surf last year, which was phenomenal, especially at 53. And in an environment that was not entirely conducive here in San Diego. So it probably took me eight months longer than it needed to. But my, that's, 
that is a perfect example of desire. I would um, essentially drop everything anytime the wind was was close enough to good. And I can't tell you how many times I pumped up the kite. I got out there and the kite couldn't stay in the air because there wasn't enough wind. So a couple hours wasted, but I kept telling myself it's practice. It's practice. I'm getting better. I'm learning how to rig the kite. Anyways, back to environment. Although that's a great example as well because the environment in San Diego was not entirely conducive. So it took longer. The environment is everything from your body to your friends to the tools and the resources that are presented to you or you gather. So when you go to achieve a goal, right, it could be research. Um, the point is the difference between being in a conducive environment and a non-conducive environment is the difference between being able to achieve your goal or not. Or how quickly. Again, kite surfing, unintentional example, eight months longer than it needed to take. Non-conducive environment. Now, there were some benefits that came out of that. I learned how to fly a, lar <laughs> a larger kite. And now, if I ever get a chance on a smaller kite, that's a much easier kite to fly. But whatever your goal is, if it's running or uh, writing a book or who knows, I mean, it could be a million things. The, the key is look around your environment, make sure it's as conducive as possible uh, relative to the pressure paradox, right? Plan, prepare, and practice. We must have a conducive environment. If I want to learn to play the piano, chances are I'm going to need a piano. It kind of goes without, <laughs> goes without saying. You may need courses. You may need a teacher. But you want to be able to check the box that says, as I pursue X goal... I am in a conducive environment, yes or no. You know, some people <clears throat> I've worked with, they're, they're struggling to create a writing project, not necessarily even a book. And the challenge is the environment is not conducive. So they either need to be waking up earlier or going off-site somewhere else to find time to write. All right, final thoughts here. So those were seven keys. I just want to end with this idea that um, financial success, air quotes, without peace of mind is empty. It's almost, you could argue, worthless. 
professional success without peace of mind, you could argue, is worthless. Where am I going here? (laughs) Bonus key number eight. All of this talk about goals and habits and what you're going after rests upon this foundation of wellness, right? It's presuming that you know, that you live, that you understand that health is the first wealth. That wellness is mind and body and, and that peace of mind is the, the gold at the end of the rainbow, so to speak. That pursuing goals and working on habits, if we don't have the foundation of peace of mind, and then you may be saying, well, where does that come from? Now, I think I have a free webinar out there, and there, that's a long discussion. It, it rests upon, in my opinion, contentment, quality relationships, Right? Happiness. So some people think contentment, well, that means you're comfortable, which means you're not going to strive for goals. Absolutely not. What it means is something can be taken away from you and you are still content because you're comfortable with who you are and what you are and you know that you can go achieve things when you put your mind to it. So contentment doesn't mean you're not going for goals. Rather, it's this foundation. It's deeper than happiness. Happiness is fleeting. Happiness is a choice. It's both a consequence and a choice. So I'm getting slightly off topic. I want to button this up. When it comes to goals and habits, those are the seven keys. I'm going to run through them really quick. The first is understanding that uh, goal-directed behavior is intelligence in action. Goals are not optional. Key number two is challenge yourself. And that rests upon understanding the desire. So once you know what you're going to challenge yourself with, you get very clear on it. And again, that rest, clarity, is the why backing the desire. And that brings us to consistency, which brings us to habit. So key number four is habit. This is why it's called the habit factor. What we know about habit or the habit factor is it's always in play. It's always at work. You are a product of the habit factor right now. So am I. It's either working for us or against us. Good habits happen when planned. Bad habits happen on their own. We have the ability through par to conscientiously craft the good supportive habits that are aligned with our goals. So that's key four, habit, the habit factor. Key five, Efficacy or control equals happiness. When we know we can, when we know, when we say we're going to do something and then we do it, I'm going to do this on Wednesday, 10 push-ups, and I do it, I feel great. Now, you could argue, well, and you feel like crap if you don't do it. 
And that is true. So what do you do? You take control. You take responsibility, right? It's another another angle of control. When you're taking control, you are owning it. It's your responsibility. Nobody's going to do your push-ups for you. My buddy keeps tweeting, go back to the Ted Rice interview. He's like, nobody's going to come up to you and tell you uh, you need to work out or you're fat. Right? Nobody's coming to save any of us as much as we'd like to think that. So responsibility, control, efficacy, all these things are linked to happiness. When we abdicate responsibility, we abdicate control, we feel like we're at the whim of the world. The boss is in charge, our spouse is in charge, I can't do anything I want. We are unhappy. The way to take control is to create a plan to follow par. All right, so that's five. Six is being adaptable. Seven is your environment. And eight is peace of mind is the ultimate gold or treasure that you're after. And here's the trick to that. It's a starting point and an ending point. Okay? But all this goals and habit talk rests upon that treasure. And that is a byproduct, as I was talking about, between contentment and relationships and happiness, which is ephemeral, and taking control and responsibility. Oh, so there you have it, my friends. 20, <laughs> 2022. Your magical hit list. So, a few closing notes. First of all, I got to set up. Hopefully, I'll have this set up. If you go to the habitfactor.com forward slash free XP, there will be, there better be. If there isn't, you can just send an email to sales at equilibrium-ent.com. But there's going to be. Thehabitfactor.com forward slash free XP. So for this is the Habit XP Planner because I'm thinking, what can I do for you as a gift to help you ignite 2022? So we've just talked about seven keys. That's why this page... <laughs> This page isn't even set up. This Habit XP Planner sells for $25. You're going to get two for $10. There's not even going to be a buy button, I don't think. It's just going to be a place you put in your email and your name, and then we'll circle back to you. But for just $10, you will get two of these. These are phenomenal tools. I have them all over the place. And um, <clears throat> you have a weekly planner, you have a mission, you have a vision. It, it's full of exercises relative to uh, strengths and weaknesses and assessments. You can add mantras and all sorts of very, very cool stuff. And it's something we've been selling for a handful of years. Um, it was the planner that I wanted and I couldn't find. So I just built it. 
It's it's a handy little planner. Again, sells for $25. You're going to get two if you go to the habitfactor.com forward slash X, oh, forward slash free XP. The next thing I'm going to share with you is this. This link is set up. I finished talking, well, I finished talking about peace of mind. The last key was environment. And what tends to happen is people go to a seminar, for instance, a weekend seminar, and they get excited about their goals and they go home and there's no real progress. Or they do an online summit and they go home and basically what I'm getting at is they don't have a conducive environment. Well, I'm putting together something brand new this year. It's called, <laughs> it's called Goals Gym. And if you go to, I'm going to confirm this right now, the habitfactor.com forward slash goals gym. Tell me you're working. Come on, baby. All right. So there, it, goals gym, I'm working with an expert or two. Goals gym is not yet open. It's going to open, I believe the start date is January 10th. This is just a wait list. Go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash goals gym. If you're a long time listener or you just went through those seven keys and you like what you've heard or you want to learn more about uh, habit alignment and habit strength and how to follow par, this is in goals gym. We are going to do this together. I'm going to work with a group of people and individually. Uh, the, be- <laughs> the best way this guy put it is you have an accountability coach without the heavy price tag. So just go to the habitfactor.com forward slash goals gym and you'll get on the waiting list, we will notify you. You have zero commitment. You'll get pricing. You'll get the breakdown <clears throat> and all the fun stuff. Now, I'm just going to reiterate, without having a conducive environment, without having accountability, which is part of the conducive environment, that's what coaches do, right? It's very hard, if not impossible, in some cases, to achieve a goal. If I want to be a, if I want to be a world traveling public speaker, and I have the skills and I have the desire, but I'm in jail, well, my environment is the trump card here, so to speak. I cannot achieve my goal of being a world traveling speaker. So environmental influence is must be conducive and it can be crippling. So a lot of the people who struggle, it's because they're caught up in their, not just their own habits, which they're trying to break free from by establishing new habits, they're caught up in the same environment. By putting yourself in a conducive environment, 
<clears throat> i.e. goals gym, you are bettering your chances, increasing your probability, and you're holding yourself accountable, and we will hold you accountable. So that's it. You got two uh, bonuses for listening to this. One is you can score a couple free XP, well, Forward slash free XP. It's two XP planners for $10, which is essentially free. And then, uh, thehabitfactor.com forward slash goals gym to join me and fellow intelligent goal pursuers as we track our habits together, moving toward our goals. All right. Now we can shut this down. Happy New Year to you. Be sure to share this with your friends. As always, you can email me, mg at thehabitfactor.com, and I will do my best to get back to you. Thank you very much. Wishing you an epic New Year. Stay after it. See ya. All right, that is going to wrap up this episode of H2G Habits to Goals. It is an honor and a privilege and a joy, of course, to have you along on the journey and share these ideas and, dare I call them, insights on occasion with you. Your emails and messages are greatly appreciated, tremendously appreciated. I will just remind you, what we tend to do is ask, <laughs> did you rate the show? Did you review it? So we love the messages and uh, ratings and reviews go hand in hand along with, of course, sharing the show with others. Finally, maybe not finally, I want to remind you of a couple resources. You can get the Habit Factor uh, free on Audible if it's your first book. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, and that is the number two. Secondly, the Kindle version of the book is essentially free at three or four, maybe even five dollars. Um, and don't forget, if you're in the U.S., you can text the word habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to three, three, four, four, four. And lastly, there is a free habit tracker in terms of the app, the original habit tracker. It allows you to align habits to your goals, thus habits to goals. Just search the habit factor in either the Google Play Store or the Apple uh, App Store. That is it, my friends. Glad you're along for Season 8. It's going to be... Dare I say the greatest one yet. All right. Thank you very, very much. See ya.